Joining us in the studio is His Worship, the Mayor of Town of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Great to see you, Brian. Good morning. And I can't say John's. I have to say John and Melanie. Yes, Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, it was so much easier when you could just say John's, right? You knew you weren't going to mess up a name. Yeah, and it was my Wednesday morning visit to the John's. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about the show when I was gone? I don't know. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's good for real estate having two Johns. Yeah. I know that. Uh, Mr. Mayor, it, uh, last time we talked, you were headlong into uh, updating the town's action plan. Uh, how did meetings go with that? Uh, where are we looking? Yes. Uh, so yesterday, um, uh, well, yesterday, the last two days, 12 of our top uh, local entrepreneurial and business minds were uh, um sequestered with our consultants, and uh, yesterday afternoon, they treated us uh, to an hour, myself and senior staff, to an hour of uh, summary of their results and their thoughts, and it was uh, it was fantastic. So uh, that's going to form the core of our um, action plan consultation process moving forward. There'll be public uh, process involved in that, and we will go out to speak with some other local stakeholders, and then we'll have our plan back uh, uh, for council in uh, early in the first quarter of next year. This research that the consultants brought to you and, and presented to you, uh, was it earth shattering? Was it, yeah, that's what we thought. Nice to be, you know, nice to be confirmed we're in the right direction. Uh, or, or, or is it more? So the, the intent of the plan, because our last plan back from 2015, I right. think, was, um, was sort of high-level uh, ideas that at the time were giving us good uh, direction. This is uh, designed more to give us action items that is going to make Collingwood uh, investment ready to attract new business and help our existing businesses grow and thrive. Um, and so I guess what struck me is they identified a lot of issues that – uh, the public identified through our uh, community-based strategic plan and council and our staff have been working on. Uh, so, But they came at it from a different lens. They came at it from the business lens. So mm-hmm. ideas that have been percolating uh, from sort of a social sustainability perspective, they were giving the business development aspect to. And uh, so I think that gives us um, uh, confirmation that we're, we're moving in the right direction on some items, but they also came at other uh, issues from uh, with very different viewpoint uh, in terms of action that could be taken to address those. So it's uh, it's very exciting. And they came up with a concept. I might be letting the cat out of the bag, but I think it's a very cool concept. They turned the concept of red tape into green tape. And I think the green tape, uh, meaning ways that uh, we as municipality can be an enabler to get uh, the right conditions here locally, but I also like the green tape because it has the environmental context to it, and that's something that's very important to Collingwood, and uh, we're seeing big steps in that area recently. So uh, that's just one example of many. So I think there's a lot of innovative ideas. I wouldn't say that they are necessarily uh, uh, the coming out of left field in terms of new concepts for us, but they're bringing a new perspective to concepts that are very, very critical for us. Is there still an accent on small business entrepreneurship are we going to go back to maybe trying to get some major industries coming into town? You know what? And that was very much part of the conversation because we had uh, very bright minds from both sectors. Mm. And uh, and I think the trick is, and, and having said that, I think a lot of the issues like uh, housing, uh, labor force issues, uh, cut across right. the, the spectrum there. So I think the short answer is they, they uh, identified and confirmed for us that both of those areas are hugely important to us. And Collingwood has, uh, of course, the 
an incredible past in entrepreneurialism, but we also have big, big employers as well. So how do we, uh, how do we address as, a, as the municipal government and in partnership with the public sector or with the private sector, um, work together to, uh, to keep those prime conditions for both and to work on ways to enhance that. What's the next step for this? Is there an unveiling of a plan? Is, is there a date? Uh, well, there, there will be a public consultation process. Okay, so there's still uh, more This consultants will uh, distill and put all that in writing and give us uh, a report that will then be sent to be published, and the uh, public can give their input uh, through, either through Engage Collingwood or we, may, we are having an upcoming coffee with council, but uh, I'm not sure that's one of the issues on the, the board for that one. Uh, but there will absolutely be public consultations, and then uh, taking that, we will give feedback to the consultants, and then uh, the report will hit uh, become public, come up through a standing committee, likely the uh, Strategic Initiative Standing Committee, and then come to council in the new year. Speaking of public opinion. Uh, Justice Morocco is uh, convening now uh, phase three of the Collingwood uh, Municipal Inquiry. We had a chance to talk to lead counsel Kate McGran, mm-hmm. and uh, this is going to be a much shorter, uh, much more succinct uh, phase of of the inquiry absolutely so it's 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 something distinct from the uh, evidence gathering uh, phases that we've had uh, this is really uh, enabling uh, the commission and uh, justice morocco to get uh, some ideas from experts in the field uh, the first uh, witness that will be up today is uh, madam justice bellamy who was the commissioner for the toronto inquiry the the computer leasing inquiry she made 244 recommendations and uh, I think what you know she'll be saying is these were adopted, some weren't, and perhaps some of these, uh, had they been adopted, might have uh, played a role in preventing this. And so, moving forward, how can we, how can we make sure that there is uh, proper governance and balance, checks and balances in place to prevent what happened here from happening again? It was reminded to us that the inquiry is. It's not the adversarial courtroom system. This is simply to get a report to find out what went wrong and how to change the way we run our government to make sure that if there were problems, that they don't happen again. But through the testimony and through the um, you know, the interviews and all that, in your heart of hearts, did were there some, some bad guys and bad organizations? Um, do you see that, that that came out within this inquiry? Well, those are all decisions for Justice Morocco to make. But I, I think certainly... Uh, what I will say is, <clears throat> based on the evidence we heard, uh, I think um, it very much justified the decision made by the prior prior council to mm-hmm. pursue this inquiry. And uh, there are, uh, I think there were systemic flaws in the way things were done, and we need to fix them. Now, the inquiry is not going to do anything about this because that's not their job. But do you think there are any individuals that should be lawyering up because of uh, repercussions that could come from this inquiry? I think that uh, that's, again, uh, that's up to Justice Morocco, I think, and in, in, in terms of the findings he makes, what the OPP does with that, and what, what any, other, any other private parties might do with any of that evidence uh, remains to be seen. Um, again, I, I would just comment that, I, you know, I think the the investment, and it has been considerable, that this community has made to review and look into those transactions uh, I think has been a good investment because we need we saw a process that I think uh, there were flaws and um, and if you consider that our annual budget now at town halls about eighty million dollars between capital and operating costs 
you know, that means over six years, that's half a billion dollars going through town hall. And if mm-hmm. money is leaking out uh, it way, uh, from, uh, in an unaccountable way, uh, then our taxpayers need to know about that, and that needs to be fixed. Let's talk a little bit about the budget, um, because you're hoping to get some public feedback in regards to the 2020 budget coming up. Yes, so uh, there is a public, um, well, there's a, a strategic initiatives committee meetings on uh, Thursday, December 5 at uh, 5 p.m., and uh, and then on December 9th at 1 p.m., where the public will hear basically the budget overview presentations, and they're allowed to speak uh, at our standing committee meetings, and the Strategic Initiative Standing Committee is one of those, so they can speak to any item uh, on the agenda or something that's not on the agenda for up to five minutes. And then on December 10, we will be hosting Coffee with Council. We'll be looking for uh, public feedback on the budget process. Um, we've worked very, staff has worked very hard this year, uh, as you both know, we have usually not been finalizing or getting our budget going until late February, early March of the of the year in which the budget's applicable. So we're trying very hard this year to get get ahead of the wave and make sure that the the budget numbers are out there before the end of the year. Uh, whether we get it enacted before our last council meeting is December 16, before the end of the year or in early January, um, I you know it would be nice to have it done in the calendar year. But uh, if it goes in January, I don't think that's a concern. But we really worked hard on making sure that we are having the budget discussions uh, uh, in this year to make sure that we're ahead of the wave. How does it look so far? Just I know it's preliminary. Are we are we looking at a major increase this year? No, I don't think we are. Uh, I don't want to preempt anything, sure. but uh, with all the growth we've had in our community, again, the uh, municipal assessment growth uh, has been a big uh, item for us uh, to help uh, pay the bills. Um, but uh, there, there, there have been expenses, as we know, with uh, with the um, stabilization shoreline mm-hmm. stabilization stabilization that was not budgeted for, and so that's come up. And uh, so there are stresses as well with the, with the growth that we're experiencing. But I, I think. In the last four years, with uh, our uh, fiscal uh, program of not incurring new debt uh, and paying for things with the money that we have budgeted, we've been able to reduce debt and keep tax increases below 1% on average. We do have the issue of the capital levy, which we know and our consultants are telling us has been 0.75% for the last four years, and they're telling us it has to be up around 2% to really make a meaningful dent in the asset management plan uh, planning process. So those are some of the discussions we'll be having around the table. Fantastic. If people have any questions about some of the things we've talked about or some questions of their own, what's the best way to reach you? Well, they can reach me by uh, my town email, <coughs> excuse me, my town email, which is bsaunderson at collingwood.ca, or they can call me at Town Hall. I'm there five days a week unless I'm out of town on business, uh, and that number is 705-445-8000. And I am... You know what? I can't tell you my extension. I've, I haven't fooled myself lately. But, it's funny, uh, but no, he's town hall. Yeah. Sorry, you know what? It's four four five one zero three zero, and I'm extension 800. There you go. There. Mayor Brian Saunderson, the town of Hollywood. Thank you so much again for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you very much, guys, and welcome back, Molly.